Please note, this show contains strong language and references to human reproductive organs. Some content is not suitable for children or potentially some adults. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Goodbye Blue Mondays. <sighs> What's the matter, sad face? What, your friend's not coming? Well, he's not answering my texts now, and his last message made no sense. I'm just... I'm a little worried about him. You do have a crush. What did I fucking tell you, bro? I mean, seriously, dude, look at it! Blade, man, he came through. He came through big time! Mm, yes! Ah, what can I say? You were right, and, uh, I was wrong. And, uh, yeah, you know, best of luck, I guess. Uh, saving the male race and all. That's right! That's right, I'll make a believer out of you yet! And I'll tell you, it's not just my dick I'm saving, dude. It's yours, too! It's all of ours! All of the dicks, man! Tonight, the sponsors of the Global Early Retirement Lottery, the Consortium of Productive Countries, and You Are Products, Inc. have offered up one winning ticket to one very lucky resident of a conflict country. Ew. Bring out the wheel. And now. Now, let's spin. coffee fields, filling the vast hillsides of the Montesillo region of Honduras that the Consortium of Productive Countries branded helicopter was buzzing over. Harry Truman, the questioning lotto administrator, had recently been appointed to his GERL post and was overseeing his first ticket drop in a conflict country. The drop consisted of him throwing burlap sacks full of paper lottery tickets and a single winning golden ticket out of a moving helicopter to the towns and villages below. You think we do this in more populated areas to 
their way. It's like, uh, real-life old-school movie shit. People love it. Brett Nichols, the young CPC soldier, was correct. Not only does the possessor of the golden ticket have an opportunity to escape the doldrums of their CC existence, they also become an instant star of their own reality streaming program on the CPC network. People did love it. Shouldn't you know all this? This is my first day! Seems like you should know more about the job is all. Have you ever uh, seen the show? Played the lottery? No. Don't watch much of the stream and never really had a reason to play. Up until this very moment, I... I quite enjoyed my life. I see, I see, yeah, yeah. Your dad a senator or something? How'd you know? Near the drop zone, boys. Eyes peeled, weapons high. What is it, you goddamn goats? Ugh. What's the matter, huh? Enough. Fucking Coyotesco. What the Mary Mother of God? Now! Uh, no, later. Yes, now! Bombs away! While Hazil Solorzano lay in the middle of his coffee field, pinned under the weight of worthless paper, one golden ticket, and a homing beacon, back in Greenville, Monica's lottery watch party had taken an unexpected turn. Ensure that you have your ticket with you and that you've said your goodbyes. May your retirement make all your dreams come true. Well, fuck me till Tuesday. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. This has been a presentation of Holy the shit.
I never in a million years would have thought that we'd pick a winner. W- what are we going to do? Okay, okay. Well, we have a plan for this, so maybe we just do the plan. But I mean, does anybody really want this? Give me the ticket. If this ticket is a winner, the holder is entitled to one transfer to the GERL Lottery Transition Center in their district. To claim your prize, report to your municipal pickup zone, see map below, by 11 a.m. the morning after your drawing. It is recommended you arrive 15 minutes early and that you come having made all legal, work, and family arrangements prior to boarding. Only one carry-on bag is allowed. What? (laughs) I'm out one carry-on for the entirety of your retirement? Please. So wait, by arrangements, they mean, like, say your goodbyes, yeah? One ticket, one person, one way. (laughs) I mean, this is fun. The wine you can drink. All the imitation cheeses, I mean, but I'd never thought, look, we'd actually win. But I, I mean, I can't just leave Jess and the kids. That's the right answer, babe. Someone's getting on top tonight. All right. As much as I know I deserve it, and I do, I mean, I, I really do, I'm out too. I mean, if I'm, if I'm gone for more than an hour, Will and the kids get dangerously flexible with what can be deemed edible. No, no, it's true, we're animals. Does everyone feel this way? I mean, has our methodically outlined, long-talked-about plan met its match by actually winning this thing? Well, I, I guess the question boils down to, is anyone interested in saying goodbye to everything and everyone they know and love for whatever is on the other side of this very unknown door? See, the one carry-on is suspect to me. Also, I have a date with this thigh model tomorrow, and I am not missing that. I mean... Would you look at these thighs? Gorgeous. I mean, do people actually just leave their friends and families? I mean, I literally have never thought about that part until just now. I mean, sort of selfish once you start to actually think about it. Very selfish. Selfish if they don't let you go, you mean? That's not what he means. Miss Monica Levy, love of my life. What, me go? No, of course not. I mean, it was just silly, this whole thing. Just a, you know, a good reason for all of us to get together. Are you sure? Mm, is there some trouble in paradise? What? No, there's no trouble here. Seems like you were considering it. Well, of course. I mean, we all are. Were. I mean, it was it was the whole point of this. But you you lingered in it. Why did you linger? I didn't linger. There was no lingering. So much trouble in paradise. There's a little tension. No, there's no trouble. Look, obviously, none of us want this ticket. You know, even if all of us came here to fantasize about it, the fact that we can't go with the one that we love makes it a non-starter. Obviously. Okay? So, what now? What's the solution? Just throw it away? Give it away? certainly come up with another reason to get together every week. Well, that that's a good idea. Giving it away, I mean. If you want to stay on top, we'll stop with the cheeses. Well, it's a great idea. We should give it away to some lonely sad sack, someone who has no one and who no one will miss. Yeah, like a homeless person or a musician. I don't gotta do that. Well, I mean, if you just gotta shit it away, maybe I will take it. Oh, please. You'd have no one to gossip with to or about. You aren't going anywhere. I can make friends to talk about behind their backs anywhere. (laughs) I don't doubt that, but I would miss you. And besides, Monica already has the perfect candidate. Her boy crush, Elliot. (gasps) 
What? I'm sorry, uh, boy. boy crush. Ooh, tell me more. No wonder there's trouble. Who is Elliot? Again, no trouble. Ooh, Monica's boy crazy. Mm-hmm. Work boyfriend in full effect. Been texting with him all night and is so, so, so sad he hasn't responded. Are you done yet? Oh, please don't be done. I love this. Elliot is my work friend and he's going through a really hard time. End of story. But... Angelica Astoria, love of my life. You might actually be onto something. Angelica Astoria was onto something, a test of sorts. Though she and Monica had been happily married going on two years, Monica, unlike Angelica, had a past with men. The sudden uptick in discussion of one Elliot Pilgrim caused an unwelcome stir in her, a twinge of jealousy, and a desire to make him disappear. Lucky for her, Elliot already had a plan for that. Sadly, it was taking much longer than he anticipated. So far, he had spent nearly $4,000 on brewskis and was still running up the tab in his attempt to get Jerry and his dude bro compatriots to pass out, clearing the way for him to steal Jerry's ticket without incident. A plan that he thought just a mere seven hours ago was foolproof. But now as the first blush of morning light was seeping through the edges of the blackout shades on the windows, Elliot was pained to see that nearly half of the dude bros were still standing, including Jerry, who chose this moment to cup Elliot's balls and begin his farewell. It's almost time to go save your dick. Please don't. Seriously, dude. I'm fucking blowing shit up. The whole fucking thing for serious, for your dick and my dick. And all the dicks! Yeah, yeah, you're saving all the dicks, I know. Please stop touching mine. I'm not touching your- Jerry finally realized he was most certainly touching Elliot's dick. Anyway, nice package, by the way. A solid dick, bro. Monica should've jumped all over that shit, but dude, you don't get it. We're blowing up the fucking transition centers, bro. Uh, Joshua, another round? I'm pretty sure I've already over-served these dudes. Oh, well, I thought this was the M-A-N manhole, Joshua. Thank you. Uh. That's where they do it. They snippity snip and suckity suck. We're firebombing those bitches, and the reign of man is nigh once again. Oh, Here you go, big guy. Another round before you're off to blow shit up. Blow shit up! Yeah, that's right. So, drink up. Oh, dude. Dude, you been down to Pleasure Town yet? Like. They may be metal boxes, but fuck, bro. Like, seriously, they got Guinevere guns, actual vagina. I don't fuck robots, Jerry. Oh, right. Because you're married. I was married. Oh, shit. she leave you, bro? In a manner of speaking. Because you fucked a robot. Would you just drink the fucking drink? Bitches, man. Bitches, dude. You're better off without them, you know? Bitches, like, they just want to control your shit. They're like the, uh, like the fucking chaos Jerry. in the world, bro. Jerry, beer. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Right now, I'm just telling you, Elliot, fuck that shit. Your horrible wife is gone, and you're free, dude. Free from the fucking chaos. Drink the fucking beer, Jerry. I gotta drain the vein. It was in this moment that Elliot realized that if he were to procure Jerry's ticket, it would not be without incident. Pondering his next move, he scanned the bar of half-asleep and completely oblivious dude bros, glanced to Joshua lost in his phone, and finally to the giant stein of beer before him on the counter. Now or never. 
Dingle. Won't doubt Jerry fucking Dingle again, will ya? Nope. Not again. I was right, you was wrong. <laughs> I knew you'd see it my way in the end, though. We men, we gotta stick together. We have to stick together, brah. Hey, Jerry. Yeah, but... I lost my wife and child, you asshole. This was a sore spot for Elliot. Or, more accurately, a seething pit of anger that he barely held at bay. So, on that night in the bowels of the manhole, after having endured hours of nonsensical, offensive drivel from the mouth of one Jerry fucking Dingle, Elliot indulged his anger. And in doing so, learned that old world replica beer steins really leave a mark. On the face of one Jerry fucking Dingle, now out cold on the bathroom floor with a perfectly outlined pair of voluptuous breasts branded upon his cheek. It was 7.20 a.m. on the day that Elliot's life would change forever. As he stepped across the parking lot of the manhole, pleased in the knowledge he'd never have to cross its threshold again, his mind was aflutter with all the possibilities that might now be in his grasp. With each step, his anger subsided, giving way to a new feeling, one quite unrecognizable to Elliot, something human people often described as happiness. Elliot assumed it was the beer buzz and hurried along so he wouldn't be late for his 10.45 a.m. arrival at Municipal Pickup Zone 6. Across town, a feeling of anxiousness grew in Monica as she readied herself for work at UR Products, Inc. Anxious because she too knew that her life was about to change, though she was unsure about exactly how that change would manifest. She, Angelica Astoria, and their friends had agreed that they would bestow their winning ticket on Elliot, and that Monica would be the bearer of these good tidings. The idea excited her at first, but in the light of morning, she felt a feeling that human people often describe as heartache. Could it be that she cared for Elliot more than she let on, or perhaps even recognized? I'm off, love. Have a good day. Have fun unloading our good tidings. But don't kiss him goodbye. Or hug. Friendly handshake. Please stop. Don't fuck him either. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Kiss him? I wouldn't kiss him, she thought, as she moved up the street toward her bus stop. Why would I kiss him? I'm actually still mad at him for not getting back to me for making me worry all night about what happened to him. And for me having to get up early to ensure I arrive at work early so that I can surprise him with this stupid fucking ticket. And then it dawned on her. Oh no. I may want to kiss him. Goodbye Blue Mondays stars Logan Donovan as Elliot Pilgrim, Jennifer LaFleur as Monica Levy, Travis Schwartz as Jerry Dingle, and Jonathan Freeman as the author. With Braxton Molinero as Harry Truman, Wolf Gunner as Brett Nichols, Luis Quintana as Hazil Solorzano, Alex Resnick as William, Megan Ketch as Jess, Charmaine Shaw as Abisha, and Alexa Palladino as Angelica Astoria. Written by Gregory Bain. Produced and directed by Gregory Bain and Logan Donovan. Sound engineering by Darren Augustus. Music by Ryan Bain. 
Sound design, mix, and master by Gregory Bain. Goodbye Blue Mondays is a lovely machine and story engine production developed by the Story Lab Collaborative. If you've enjoyed listening, please take a moment to rate and review. And don't forget to tell all your friends. We're sure they'll be eternally grateful to you for sharing your exquisite taste. For more information, artwork, and merch, please visit GoodbyeBlueMondaysPod.com.